It's time for some foreplay for your cheap ass. Keg foreplay, starring the shipwrecks. September 30th, 2008. I'm your host, Mrs. Shipwreck. And I'm your host, Shipwreck. So starting out this episode, we have to address the most important thing from the last episode, which was your preview for SingStar written to the tune of Hey There, Delilah. Not so much the preview, but the number of our listeners that have never heard the song Hey There, Delilah, which I find completely insane because I heard it four times today on the radio. I'm in my car like, what, 10 minutes total? I live three minutes from work. Yeah, apparently uh, we have a lot of listeners that don't listen to pop stations or alternative stations. Or... Well, and the stations in Cincinnati, the station I listen to, tends to play songs over and over and over again until they kill them, which is what has happened to Hey There, Delilah. I mean, I, I sometimes avoid the song because it gets stuck in my head. But there's definitely quite a few of our listeners that have never heard the song before. Yeah, so we made a little list of... Everybody besides Desert Eagle that could possibly be the next Unabomber. And, and you're excluding Desert Eagle from that list? No, he's in that list. Okay. He, he heads up that list. Okay. So Desert Eagle, Who Frog, Rusty Gia, Thongzy, Frisky Tanuki, MSU Hitman, and Gillespie all have not heard that song. That's but like all seven of our listeners. It is. But Gillespie, probably not the Unabomber because he knows Skeletor's cat's name, which is Panthor. Which... I totally kind of thought that was in my head, but I kept on getting Panthro stuck in my head. Right. Which that is makes the Thundercat. And I just could not switch that R and the O around. I like Purplo, though. Purplo? <laughs> not Purplo. So the other thing that came up on the forums last week was that you forgot our niece's birthday. Yeah, I didn't really forget it, though. I, I uh, knew that it was that day, but you were out of town. Right. And so I was waiting for you to come back into town, and you didn't get back into town until late right but they were up it's she's 12 and they were up until like 4 a.m so we should have called yeah so uh happy birthday anna right she's a hardcore gamer in my book oh yeah she plays a lot of a lot of wii a lot of ds and a little bit of 360 yeah a lot of uh what's that shooting game that they like to play with the zombies oh resident evil umbrella chronicles (laughs) they love that on the wii yeah good shooting zombies so happy birthday to anna Let's see. Down at the ships, what we have been playing is not much because it's been like four games over and over and over again. For me, Harvest Moon, Island of Happiness. I had to tear you away from that just to record this show. You were, you were like obsessed well, with that okay, game. See, What's the deal? Um, there's a fishing contest and you have to catch the biggest fish. And so far, I've not been able to catch a large fish, just a medium fish. And I really want to win because I really need these little stones that they give you when you win stuff. So I've been using the save and load technique. Oh, so you've been cheating. <laughs> you've been cheating at Harvest Moon, you're saying. Yeah, pretty much. Uh-huh. Well, I wish you luck catching your big fish. I don't think it's going to happen. What do these stones get you? They make your tools, like they're stones that you equip to your tools to make them take less energy or... Oh, this is like they're like Final Fantasy materia right. type stuff. Exactly. And you know how annoying it is at Harvest Moon without those things? Oh, yeah. 
And you used to be able sure. to just save money and buy a better watering can, but now you got to actually work for these stupid stones. I don't know, whatever. Well, it sounds very stressful. <sighs> I've been playing Viva Pinata some more. Yeah, you're talking to me about tearing me away. You're freaking a machine in that game. It's like, hold on, I've got to finish romancing these flutterbys or whatever they're called, the butterflies, so that... Flutterscotches. Whatever. Get it right. Whatever. Flutterscotches. <laughs> so then I can attract the, you know, whatever eats them, so then it can attract whatever eats them. That would be the See? <laughs> you're really sad. I stopped at GameStop to buy you the guide. It was so sad. Well, yeah, we needed the guide because... It's just not worth it to try to have an animal eat every little thing to try to find the variants. Right. And you're obsessive about having to find every variant in the game. Well, I just talked about this last week, but I'm very efficient with my gardens. And I actually had to start a new garden uh, because Cicada 17, uh, we were talking about Viva Pinata earlier in the week. And he has separate gardens because now you can go to the desert and go to the Panarctic. Yeah, he has a separate snow and a separate desert garden. I finally had to do that because I finally got my Dragonosh. Right. And then I couldn't get all my sours. Right. Because that scares them off. So I had yeah. to go to a different garden. Very sad for you. It sounds stressful. Yeah. This is thrilling for anybody who doesn't play Viva Pinata. Yeah. So far, we've we've led with Viva Pinata and Harvest Moon. I'm sure the show is thrilling to very few people. I think we right should put now. out a podcast every week just on those two games. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you also played Star Wars The Force Unleashed Mobile, which was so kindly sent to you by. THQ Wireless. Okay. And you've been playing it on your Verizon Chocolate. The It's the first that's time my, the Chocolate yeah, came out. Like, But it's not. I mean, they've moved on to like, you know, the Chocolate 4 or whatever. Oh, sure. On. But that's my that's my cell phone, yeah. yes. I have a so girly little kind Chocolate. it's kind of an old school. Yeah. Um, the game itself, I talked to a little bit about the iPhone version of this uh, mm-hmm. back at E3 that I played. And it, I think it's pretty much the same game, except obviously you don't have the touchscreen controls. You have inputs on the the number pad. Right. Um, So they've made it a smart move by not making it an action game necessarily. It's more of a, you see your character walk into a set piece and then little patterns appear above the enemy's heads. Mm -hmm. And then you do those patterns on your cell phone. Like you do like a four, two, six, uh, five pattern. And that like picks up a guy and throws him. So you don't look too thrilled about this. No, I just think it'd be more fun with an iPhone with the touchscreen. Oh, I agree. It would be more fun with the iPhone, um, which I enjoyed that version a lot. This version, it's okay. I mean, I'm going to review it uh, and have a review up here, I don't know, sometime in the next week or so on it. Really cornering the market on the cell phone game reviews, aren't you? Well, I like to – the ones that would be interesting to me, like that have licenses that I like. Right. Like this Star Wars game, I haven't played the – console version of force unleashed but i can tell just by the console or by the mobile phone version yeah that it gets the feel of star wars right okay just in the way that people interact with each other and even by the way that they frame the shots on all these set pieces it just has a very like yes this is how star wars would look okay type of feel to it so i guess that makes sense it it makes sense uh you just notice these things when you have played so many bad star wars games okay so I'm just about done with this one. I'm I'm on the last mission, uh, going to go meet with Vader. You've also been playing Pure quite a bit. That one was sent to me by uh, the Disney Interactive. Okay. And that is the four-wheeling racing game? Yeah, it's an ATV racing game. Wombat talked about this on the CADcast, too, too because uh, 
he also received it from Disney. Does he like it? He likes it. I like it. It's very good. I am on the last set of races. Uh, so those of you interested in how long the game is, it's about, I put in about seven hours into it so far. And that is without having to get first places in all the races. If you're going to go for first places, it's going to take you quite a while because it's the same type of game as like a Splashdown. It reminds me of that, which was a jet ski racing game on the last generation. Okay. Is where... that the one where you had to collect letters? No, that was Tony Hawk. No, there's one, there's a jet ski game or a water skiing game where you had to collect letters just like Tony Hawk that you played obsessively for a while. It was Tony Hawk on water, which is why you liked it. Are you thinking of a wakeboarding game or a surfing game? I I played somebody's wakeboarding game that was made by the Tony Hawk people. But you had to collect letters, I remember. Mm -hmm. That would have been the wakeboarding game. Okay. Uh, That was somebody who wasn't as famous as Tony Hawk. I do not remember what his name was. So anyway, it reminds you of... Splashdown or SSX. Okay. Um... I know the SSX franchise. You're you're going to Splashdown first, and well, it's me a to little bit. That? It's a little bit more like Splashdown because it's it's uh, more race oriented than than, than SSX. SSX is. I mean, SSX you're still racing, but uh, so it's a really good game. It's a lot of fun. The graphics are great. It does this kind of cool thing on the outside of the screens where it kind of blackens your corners in like a ramp. A rounded fashion, okay. Which for some reason increases the sense of speed or the size of the jumps or whatever. I don't. I haven't quite figured out why it does that. But it but does. But I'm confident that that's the reason. <laughs> okay. So it's something with perception, or I don't know. So it's a good game. It's a good game. I haven't played the online yet, um, but I'm expecting that to be good. And I'm also expecting the online to get me better at the single player because it's the type of game where you have to know the proper paths, like the, all the shortcuts right. to go to be able to beat the computer. You're not going to get first place every time your first time through right? because you're not going to see what the computer knows is a shortcut. I like it a lot, though, and I'm, I'll have a review up for this shortly, too. All these reviews you're going to have up shortly. I got four of them coming. Four of them started. Okay. Shopping. What you have bought, because I really haven't bought anything, yeah, I stopped by Kmart because a lot of their clearance games dropped to $5 uh, this past week. Of course you did. <laughs> and I got Bomberman Land Touch for the DS. I got Star Fox Command for the DS. I got Geometry Wars Galaxies for the Wii. And I got Shadowrun for the 360. And I have not played any of those yet. Me neither. <laughs> Don't anticipate playing any of them in the you future. You might like Bomberman Land Touch. I'm not going to play Bomberman by myself. The only way, time I played Bomberman was on Xbox Live Arcade with other CAGs. Okay, well, there's another fun. Bomberman coming out this week that we'll get to later that you might like to play. Okay. Uh, you also bought Air Traffic Chaos? No, I was sent that by Majesco. Oh, that's right. That's the, uh, the that, one that's... with the little air traffic controller guy on the front. Yes, and you can tell... I'm sorry, I was grabbing it there for people wondering why my voice went out. You can tell that Air Traffic chaos that he is a traffic controller because on the front of the box it says i am an air traffic controller yeah so no confusion there and i will be giving this one a go as soon as i finish off my other four reviews because i don't want to get too far behind yeah but it is a simulation where you are an air traffic controller we got it it's pretty well explained Mm -hmm. so moving on 
to the contest that we had from last week, which was for WarioWare Touched, courtesy of Robjus. The contest was, what Nintendo character would you like to see in a new Wii game, and what kind of game would it be? And the randomly selected winner was... Wait, before we do that, what what would you like to see? I don't know. You don't have, like, a favorite Nintendo character that you'd like to see them exploit on the Wii? That way we have some, like, hardcore games on the Wii? Nothing? My favorite Nintendo character is Mario. Okay, although, here, I have said this before, that I think it would be a really cool game if they put together a Mario platformer that was a compilation of all the Mario games in the past, so, like, how they've evolved. So, like, the first level would be kind of a, a revamp or a redo of Super Mario Brothers. Like, the very original with the Donkey Kong, like, throwing the, you know, where they started. No, that's Donkey Kong. Well, yeah, but okay, where they started. Okay, I got you, yeah. And they're still the Super Mario Brothers. Yeah. They're, that's what their names are, the Super Mario Brothers. Sure. Yeah, right. but you're, you're talking all the way back to Donkey Kong where you right. got to start. Okay. Or you could start at the Super Mario Brothers through the NES as being, you know, and then have, like, a platformer that's the same basic gameplay, 2D, you know, 16 bit or nine, whatever, however many bits yeah, that is. That, that wait, that um, was eight bit. Yeah. yeah, I thought that was 16 was too many. And then have it progress. Like, you know, the second level is kind of some worlds from Super Mario Brothers 2, but nobody really liked that game, so I guess you could say Super Mario Brothers. Wait, Brothers3. I like Super Mario Brothers 2. <sighs> Not my favorite. Anyway. You could okay. We'll include two then, just for you. Then Super Thanks. Mario Brothers three would be World three, and then you can move on to you know, and so on. I guess the next one would be Mario for sixty four. Would be uh, the next title that had come out. Uh, well, you could you could throw in Yoshi's Island in there. You could you could have a Yoshi's Island level, and so as it progresses, like as Super Mario has evolved in gaming, that would move from I, I get what you're saying eight bit to sixteen bit to from two D to three D. I don't know. I mean, it would be like a good, I don't know, how old's Mario? 50? 50th? Have we passed the 50th anniversary of Mario? Like, that to me would be no. the ultimate. <laughs> no, we We're not, not that old? No. Mario came out, Donkey Kong came out in the early 80s. All right, so 35? 20, 20-something, 20, 20 yeah, around know, 30 years. We've probably passed 25, so it wouldn't work so well. So, you yeah. know, the next anniversary game, I guess is what I'm saying. I think it would be fun to show the evolution. and. Yeah, that sounds good. I like that answer. I don't have an answer. I was just curious what you had. So you put me on the spot. Although, you know, Are you... I have thought about that before, obviously. <laughs> um, okay. So the winner. Back to the randomly selected winner. Is this Ioka or Loka? Loka. Because I can't tell if you just made a lowercase L or an uppercase I because you picked a really poor font for that. Well, that's Loka. Okay. Loka or Ioka, depending on the font. Who wrote, I have to say, Yoshi in a 3D world like Mario Galaxy, similar control scheme, but more fun. I mean, Yoshi Island is on DS, but where is Yoshi for my Wii? I want a similar game like Mario Galaxy, but Yoshi is the main character. Well, and the cool thing about that is Yoshi could suck in the different bad guys and... Kind of like, yeah, it could... I mean, Kirby can do that, too. Right. Which there hasn't... There hasn't been a Kirby Wii game yet, either. Nope. Yeah, I wonder if he wants the Yoshi without arms or the Yoshi with arms. I don't know. Maybe you should ask him. But congratulations to Loka, who wins WarioWare Touched for the DS. New contest. You actually came up with a new contest all by yourself this week. Good for you. Yeah, hey, I came up with that last contest, too. Didn't you ask Wombat? Yes, Wombat every week. No, no. I've stopped that. <laughs> but his contests are kind of funny. Anyway, you didn't tell me what the prize was. Oh, there it is. Never mind. I'm just not reading. 
Okay, so the new contest for this week is for Ultimate Ghosts and Goblins for the PSP, courtesy of Rob Jus again, who has sent us a big prize box a while back, and we're still going through it. We are. We're coming There's down towards the stuff. towards the end, though. Really? Uh oh. Well, we've got more stuff to give away. So the contest this week is: What's the most difficult game you have beaten, and what game was too difficult that you just gave up? I know where this is coming from. Yes, you do. It's the, what is it, Command and Conquer? You can't get past the... Oh, no, there, there's two games that, that brought this to mind. You can't get past the first level? It's uh, <laughs> Commando Steel Disaster is Whatever. the one you're thinking of. And then I played the Mega Man 9 demo on the on the PlayStation Network. <laughs> oh, that's right. You We were playing that last night and couldn't get past it. Yeah, which uh, I'm all up for hard games, and Ultimate Ghosts and Goblins is, of course, a, a hard game as well. So there's a theme going on here. It's thematic. It is thematic. Uh, so, yeah, tell us uh, what the most difficult game you, you beat and another one that you just gave up because it was too hard. And post a little bit of, like, something about them. Like, like I just don't want to get a bunch of answers that say Ghosts and Goblins and then I gave up on Ninja Gaiden. Okay, fair enough. Make a comment. Something clever. I did not give up on Ninja Gaiden, by the way. No, you didn't. You played through it. Amagon. If anybody has beaten Amagon for the NES, I salute you. <laughs> I didn't even try to play it. I have no idea what that is. Most people do not, but they should search it out and, and try and play it and hate if themselves for finding the, it. If you think you're the ultimate gamer, that is ship's challenge. Okay, so can we talk about the games coming out this week? None of which are all that difficult, and hopefully, you're not going to be giving up on them. Well, I don't know. Oh, there are some difficult ones coming out. Mega Man 9 for Xbox Live Arcade. <laughs> but okay. we'll talk about it later. Multi-platform games. Uh, this first one's a Deja preview, which you talked about last week, which is Pipe Mania, the mini game similar to the unlocking stuff in Bioshock. Yeah, it's coming out for the DS and the PC this week. Uh, I think we talked about that enough last week, a little puzzle game. Silent Hill Homecoming. Yeah, this is the big game this week. Uh, coming out for the PS3, the 360, and the PC. You can get it on Steam on the PC. That's the only way you can get it, apparently. This is the next in the Silent Hill franchise. Okay. It is being developed by an American company who used to be called uh, The Collective. Now they are called uh, Double Helix. Okay. They they combined with Shiny. So this is the first time anybody besides the original development team has handled the Silent Hill franchise. And there are some changes and I think they're positive changes because I have never made it through a Silent Hill game. They've all been a little bit slow. Boring. I, I don't know if they're too boring. I find them interesting. You, There's interesting themes throughout. There's interesting characters. something has to change at some point where you, instead of turning the system on and sitting down and playing it, you go, eh. The combat was really bad. Repetitive. No, just really bad. Okay. It controlled poorly. No. And they've fixed that this time because you can actually control your player or your character in uh, all the, the normal ways. You're controlling with the left analog stick and you're using the camera with the right analog stick. Oh, okay. That's pretty, that's pretty, pretty standard, standard stuff. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's it's getting a decent reviews so far. I, I saw one up just posted their review and they gave it a B. Um, some earlier reviews were around the 6 out of 10 range, but... I'm interested in checking it out. For some reason, though, I have trouble thinking of it as a $60 game. I don't, Why? I don't know. For some reason, I'm thinking this is a $40 game. Why? It just seems 
overpriced a little bit. It might just be because I'm not a huge Silent Hill guy. Hmm. But there are some deals for it. Um, it's $57 on Amazon. And GameStop and Best Buy are giving away the Silent Hill movie on DVD. And uh, Circuit City is giving away free Pyramid Head keychains. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah. I would so. probably rather get the DVD, but anyway. Yeah, I, I'm hoping they put out a demo for it at some time because I'd, I'd like to at least try the demo. Moving on to the Wii. That's all that we have for multi-platform. Uh, Harvest Moon, Tree of Tranquility. This is the first Harvest Moon game for the Wii, and thus it's the first one that uses the Wiimote controls. So instead of me crazily tapping my DS screen when I'm trying to pick turnips, I'm going to be using the Wiimote to fish and chop things down. And That could go one of two ways. That could get... That could get... Very annoying to keep doing those motions over and over again. Right. And that's where I'm worried because Harvest Moon already has a tendency to get very annoying for the repetitiveness. It's for people who are obsessive. I mean, it's definitely a sim. I have woken up every morning since it's been winter and done the same thing over and over and over again. And I'm, I always get to the point in the Harvest Moon games where I go okay, I'm bored with doing the same thing over and over again. And this this one's lasted a lot longer. I've never, ever finished. Or I, you, can you really finish a Harvest Moon game? I don't know. I think once you get married and possibly have kids, I think that's the... I've gotten married in the original one. That's okay, I, I would consider that you beating that game then. Not one since then. Uh, that's, that's understandable. Because they're really repetitive. Super repetitive. And there's really nothing that this game has done to change that. It's 3D, so the graphics look interesting and different. You don't look the same. You're not the same little boy or girl with the weird bandana hat or whatever. It looked like it kind of took on the Rune Factory It does, aesthetic. but bringing up Rune Factory brings up a good point. Everyone who's previewed this game has thought that they've it's been not really rushed, but they didn't purposely do a lot different because they're all focusing on making Rune Factory the new way that this franchise is going. So they're putting a lot more time and effort into Rune Factory for the Wii and Rune Factory for the DS than they did with Tree of Tranquility. And that's from what people have previewed it said. I mean, there are people that previewed it, um, I guess, when was E3? July? June? Yeah, July. And said it was, it's still, the demo they played was still really, really early. Okay. So probably not as much... New, different, spectacular stuff in this as we're going to see with Rune Factory, I hope. Now, that being said, the cover looked interesting enough to make me almost considering pre-ordering it for the guy <laughs> at GameStop that tried to talk me into it. So. Yeah, $50. Uh, Amazon has it for 57 Or not 57 47 Judging from the fact that you and I have not been able to get into any game on the Wii for some reason, and I don't know why, there's just something about playing the Wii that makes me feel like I can't just turn it on and play for a while and turn it off. It almost, for some reason, seems more cumbersome to get into games that are on the Wii. And I don't know if it's just the physicality of the Wiimote. I mean, I have no idea what makes me mentally think that. But I never sit down and think of flipping on the Wii. I'll sit down and flip on the 360 and play something. I'll sit down and open my God knows all. I mean, you can open the DS in you know half a second and be playing. But for some reason, I 
we never just instinctively go for a Wii game. We didn't get through Zack and Wiki. We didn't get through Super Mario Galaxy. I'm almost through that one. We haven't. I mean, we you, you're almost through it, but we haven't been playing it together. Yeah, the Wii's really not your thing. But I don't know why. Because, I, I mean, I like the idea of it. It certainly seems to like me, considering it broke on the week, this week. and You brought it back to life? I brought it back to life. Yeah, that, that was a little scary. I thought with our power outage last week, I hadn't turned it on since then. Well, and the power's been surging a lot this week. It's yeah. been on and off, flickering. And it would not turn on for me, but uh, I don't Turned know. on for me, fine. So, anyway, I'm not sure if I'm going to be playing Harvest Moon Tree of Tranquility. Definitely not at the $50 price tag. Fair enough. How about this next one? <sighs> this next Wii game is Wii Cheer, which is a – it's the dance team type cheerleading and not the southern high tumbling throwing people up in the air type cheerleading, first of all. Okay. It's dance team. It's you got served. Right. Exactly. It's you got served in Wii form where you hold two Wiimotes, one in each hand. Mm-hmm. And you move and twirl and dance along with the cheerleaders. That sounds like fun. I, I like music rhythm games. Yeah, it's definitely a music rhythm game. Kind of looks like Elite Beat Agents, although very it, loosely. It, it looks a lot like Elite Beat Agents in the way that you trace the the motions that you're supposed to be performing. Like their the... arm goes up in an arc, your arm goes up in an arc kind right. of thing. Um. Yeah, I mean, it looks pretty good. It's got some interesting song choices, most of which I've never heard of, so I'm really hoping that... Maybe our listeners have. I didn't list the ones that I hadn't heard from. There's oh, that's an Allie okay. and AJ song, that Walking on Sunshine song that we've been hearing. That's yeah. not the original. That's oh, Allie and AJ, which makes it, it too trendy for us. Okay. Yeah, there's probably a lot of songs on here we don't know. There's There were two. Casey and the Sunshine Band. Yeah, that's the way I like it. <laughs> and CNC Music Factory gonna make you sweat everybody dance now exactly i'm hoping those are songs that our listeners know i would think there could be some marky mark on there maybe the mortal Kombat song no none of those no really bring up the list that's all right it's a lot of techno stuff that i never well the mortal Kombat song is kind of techno i no, i i can guarantee that the mortal Kombat song was not on the list okay fair enough okay Moving on to the oh, DS. Oh, at GameStop, oh. you get free pom-poms. Oh, well, certainly that's where you're going to buy this game. Okay, now can I talk about the DS games? You can. Uh, the first one is a Deja Preview, which is Margo's Word Brain, which is... The Hot Librarian's back. Six, six, I think, word games compiled into one yeah. DS game with a Hot Librarian on the front. Moving on. The next one that I get to talk about is Pop Cutie Street Fashion Simulation. This may have gotten pushed to next week, but we'll this go ahead and This one actually cover. got good previews. Decent. I mean, like sixes and sevens, which for me, a game called Pop Cutie, that's amazing. Um, it is a fashion sim, and it's it's an import from a Japanese game, so it looks very Japanese. It reminds me of like a Hello Kitty kind of look drawn to it um it's really cute and pretty and you start by designing clothes for different people that they describe to you and you've got to describe an outfit and then you open up your own boutique and you have to hire employees and you have to you know make clothes and fill orders and put up with Heidi Klum put up with Heidi no I like that show 
<laughs> it's a good show. I know. And it is fun. Mm-hmm. I'm referencing. Go ahead. Tim Gunn. Yeah. Oh, here. Here's what um, the other... You're distracting me. You like to distract me. Um, yeah. Okay. I don't know what I was going to say. Moving on. Okay. What's your next one? The next one is Princess Debut, which is also a rhythm-based music game. Really? You actually would like this one because this one actually looks like Elite Beat Agents, where you place the stylus on the touch screen and you move from, like, circles to circles, like, you move around the touch screen based on the dance steps. So, like, the waltz has a lot of half circles and full circles and you're making turns. But then, like, the tango has a lot of, like, sharp angles and you actually are moving the stylus based on the dancing. There's 14 different endings to this game. Wow, it's a lot. Yeah. Can I make Warren Sapp win? You think you're so cool <laughs> with these little... These little references, but you don't realize that a lot of people actually watch these shows that I like. Well, I'm I not that. the only one. I know that. That's why I'm making the references. But you don't actually watch them. You act like you're cool and you know what they're what's going on, but you don't watch any of this stuff. Yeah, I do. No, you watch stupid stuff. <laughs> I don't watch anything. I watch The I Office. Came, you watch The Office, which is not stupid. But I came home the other day and you were watching Spider Man on the, from the cartoon on Saturday morning. What's Not wrong with even that? old school Spider-Man. It's like... Spectacular. It's a good show. You should try it. They have. It's the same storylines. <laughs> we all know how the lizard becomes a lizard. We've seen it many a time. <laughs> pretty sure we're going to see it here in Spider-Man 4 pretty soon. Okay. Well, I will take the next DS game because it doesn't stink. Because it's not a dancing rhythm-based music game involving princesses or Pets. anime girls uh it does involve sonic it's his new rpg game sonic chronicles dark brotherhood uh this is developed by bioware the guys behind mass effect and knights of the old republic i've heard of bioware before thanks okay man you're really uh, snappy tonight huh last week i was given such crap that you our listeners actually commented on the crap i was given and i thought maybe this week since you were gonna assign the games you're gonna take some of this crap but no the only crap you took was the weird game that you showed me on the wii that i don't even know what was going on (laughs) and i'm not sure that that really counts as crap it's just eclectic and quirky okay well how about next week you, you can, take all pet sims and you can all... Pick, you can pick the games. All right. Uh, Sonic Chronicles, moving back to that. Yeah. Um, it is a turn-based RPG starring Sonic and his cast of friends that are really super annoying. Like and who? Tails and... Tails and Amy and Big the Cat. Oh, yeah, and I forgot about Amy. Knuckles and... Okay. I, Dr. Eggman is on your side this time. So what makes them annoying? Uh, they exist. They, they're just annoying characters. They're they're very grating. You can't have an RPG without some annoying side characters to be in your party. Well, right. And he's got quite a few to choose from. Okay. Um, the battles take place with stylus-based controls. Again, we're going to reference Elite Beat Agents because, again, right. it's like that. Okay. Where anytime you do a special move or when you're defending against a special move... You've got to... You've got to tap on the screen or follow, trace a line, that type of thing. You've got some sort of a move to make on the touch screen. Yeah. And with all the different characters, they all have different attributes, which all makes sense because 
Somebody's got to be the healer. Somebody's. Well, I don't know if there's healing and stuff like that. I'm sure there might be something like that. But right. Amy has her hammer so she can smash through stuff. Right. Uh, Knuckles can climb on walls and fly a little bit. Can Mr. Tails Eggman, can what can he do? Fly uh, with this little machine maybe. full of bunnies? I'm not sure what Eggman can do in this game. But there's I'll... no machine full of bunnies? Uh, it, the storyline involves some, like aliens. No, that's Eggman and Robotnik are the same. Okay. Um, the storyline involves some aliens who come down and kidnap, or not kidnap, or trying to get the Chaos Emeralds. Okay. Um, of course, that's yeah. the storyline behind every Sonic, except it's right. usually Eggman going after him. But that's that's pretty much it. How is it? Has it gotten good reviews? I read a preview on it actually yesterday, and they said it was pretty good. It's been getting pretty good reviews. Yeah, I, I think uh, the fact that it's Bioware has kind of been helping the reviews, and the fact that it's Sonic has kind of been hindering the reviews. Be an interesting, you know, there's been a lot of talk recently on CAG about various experiments and such, and I think that would be an interesting experiment to take a bunch of review teams and not let them know who developed it. You know what I mean? See if the reviews changed versus the people who did know who developed it. You really think that knowing BioWare is behind it makes somebody? Yes, I do. I think, uh, you instinctively want it to be better, well, even if instinct- it's not. If you show me Sonic Chronicles Dark Brotherhood, and I don't know that it's developed by Bioware, I have very little interest in it. But knowing that it's developed by a studio that I like... Automatically makes it It more makes appealing. it more appealing. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and this one's priced at $35, which is $5. I don't understand why the $5 bump up on it. I don't like it when they go above the $30 mark, but... I don't know. You can get some free styluses at GameStop and a free Sonic DS skin at Circuit City. Very cool. Uh, I have this next game, which is actually pretty intriguing. Unsolved Crimes. It's a point-and-click adventure that's kind of, I guess in my mind, a combination of Phoenix Wright and Hotel Dusk in that... You've got a lot of searching for clues and, and picking stuff up and arguing things in your head, like rationalizing who did what. But there's also that it's it's very much like this the 70s detective stories, kind of. It's Starsky and Hutch kind of different oh, okay. storylines. So um, you're, a, you're a murder or a police officer on the homicide unit. Detective? Yeah. Okay. Uh, um, it looks... 30 bucks, though, huh? It seems seems $20-ish to me. Well, well I don't know. Yeah, I mean, we'll it's see. one that I, you know, I definitely would see how... See what kind of feedback it gets, because there isn't really any way to preview it or to demo it, so... Fair enough. Moving on to the PSP, we have Valhalla Knights 2. Uh, this is a direct sequel to the original, and Hence it's... The- well, I mean, sometimes they can be completely different. <laughs> but this is a action RPG, and I don't find it all that interesting. Did uh, you like the first Valhalla Nights? I tried playing it some this week, and it put me to sleep pretty quickly. It's set up kind of like a MMORPG where you have a hub town. It's also kind of like the Monster Hunter game that's popular on the PSP. Mm-hmm. So you have this this town... And that's where you get all your quests from, and that's where you can go to the guild and get new members for your party. Right. And you're just trying to earn 
money to be able to afford new things and get new guild members and progress through the storyline. Right. So you get you get your missions and you go out and you either talk to people and get what you're looking for or you go out and you battle monsters. Now the way that the the battles take place is up to six characters you can bring in with your guild and there's up to six enemies. And it just kind of like goes to like this uh, it's very like foggy looking like nondescript battle arena and the battles just aren't all that interesting. Like it's real time action so like X and and circle attack and you have your different spells and stuff you can cast. There doesn't seem to be anything in what you've talked about so far that makes the game kind of... Nothing makes it stand out. Right. It seems like you could be, right now, just what you've said, you could be describing any RPG. Yes, but it, it's it's weird. It's, it's, it's like an MMORPG. Right. But it's not. Like, you can play two-player co-op, but it's local. Okay. So it's, if you feel like playing that style of game, but by yourself... I, I don't know. So it, you, it didn't appeal to you. It did not appeal to me at all. But um, there certainly are a lot of people out there that liked Valhalla Nights, so... Liked it enough for it to get a sequel, I guess. Yeah. So we'll see. Um, if this is... If you think that's a game that you might want to try, or it, if you really like the first It's coming out for $30, too, so that's better than what a lot of the DS prices have been lately. Yeah. Uh, for the PS2, we have a Deja Preview with Mortal Kombat Collection, which we talked about last week. It's which Deception, Armageddon, and Shell and Monks. Yep. Okay, moving on to on the DL, all the stuff that's available for download this week. Uh, this game is the game, this first one is what I referenced earlier, which is Art Style Orbient. Yeah, this one's a weird one. It looks kind of like Flow and Katamari style. Type of thing where you, you start off as a small, and you're like sucking, thing. you're attaching moons to your gravity. Yeah, it, it's you're controlling a sphere, which is kind of like this little planetoid thing, out in space, around you're orbiting around larger spheres, and while you're doing that, you're picking up moons as you go along. But you can also kind of like I don't know, mesh with other similar size spheres. To, yeah. to where you can get bigger and then break away from that orbit. I have to say I enjoyed watching the demo for Princess Debut more than I enjoyed watching the demo for this game. Yeah, this looks a little rough. So I should just throw that out there. Yeah, it is only $6, but I don't know. There, I'm not there's sure better... what kind of, at this point, we're not sure what kind of gameplay you're going to get for $6. So moving on. Bomberman the, Blast. Yes, this is the WiiWare game that looks like it's worth it this week. $10, you get online Bomberman with up to eight people. Uh, you can also play eight-player local Bomberman, but that requires four Wiimotes and four GameCube controllers plugged in. Oh, that's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot, but at least you have that option if yeah. if you want to do that. I really enjoyed playing the 360 version with a bunch of people. Yeah, and this is a lot like the 360 version, except... They've added some new power-ups. There's, like, a rocket pack that you can have now that makes it so you can jump up while the bombs are going off and then land back down after they've gone off. To avoid them? Oh, that's cool. There's also a shield that you can use. That's cool. um, To make it so the blast doesn't get you. Uh, You can turn into a bomb. 
and oh. kind of like hop around. I don't think you explode. I think it's just a way of people losing track of where you so are. So they're not like promoting suicide bombing. At the, no, I don't think okay. so. I don't think that's the angle they're going okay. with, with Bomberman. Um, <laughs> it also has a mode called uh, – oh, what is it called? It's, uh, it's like an airdrop mode. Um, where air raid air raid that's what it is thank you where you don't actually place bombs but bombs are dropping down out of the sky and you have to avoid just them. avoid them and that whoever avoids them last well, that's kind wins of fun and there's a king of the hill mode where there's one crown and whoever wears it the longest wins and there's no dying by bombs it's just like you get blown out by a bomb and the crown goes flying and then somebody else goes and picks it up huh um, it's got the revenge mode built in where if you die, then you can you be can around the outside bombs and at the people throw bombs that, in. That's fun. Plus, you can use your we or your Mies as Bomberman characters. Oh, that's and fun. And they get the little Bomberman hands and feet. So you have the little pink hands. So back in the apartment, which is where we played Bomberman, mm-hmm. we played with a bunch of people. I don't remember. Oh, yeah, a lot of CAGs we, play, we uh, played against. Um. Yeah, that should be fun. We should do that. For this Bomberman? Yes. This Bomberman looks like it'll, it'll be good. I think we're going to pick it up. Just because I like the new power-ups and the fact that the Miis look funny as little Bomberman guys. Well, I'm not opposed to buying that one. Uh, Super Turrican 2. Uh, this is another Contra mixed with Metroid-style platforming shooter. I really don't have anything else to say about it. People liked it okay back in the day. I never was a big Turrican guy. So that's coming out for $8. Uh, Mega Man 9? For the Xbox Live Arcade. Which... I, it's weird because this is supposed to be coming out this week, but when every Monday Microsoft announces their Xbox Live Arcade games for that week. Right. And they did not mention Mega Man 9 this week. So we're not sure if that's... Not positive, but I don't know. Something must... May have happened. I don't know. But it should be coming out this week. It came out last week for the Wii and the PlayStation 3. But again, I don't know that it's worth the $10. That seems really expensive to me when there are so many Mega Man games that you can go and play that are similar to it. Fair enough. Last but not least, we have War World. This came out of nowhere for me. Um, It is apparently a 2006 PC game. Okay. That is a mech third-person shooter, similar in style is, to like Mech Assault. This is the one that you showed me the picture of. Yes. This is the one I showed you the picture of because I couldn't believe that this was an Xbox Live Arcade game. It looks it really looks nice. nice. Yeah. Uh, the graphics are really nice. There's eight-player online play. Um, reviews of the PC version compared a little bit to Tribes. Okay. So there's like some tactical... Um, like gameplay to it it's not just all run and gun and i would guess that means you can have like jump packs because i mean that's what tribes was all about i Um, don't know what tribes is it was a pc game it was a first person uh shooter i think it was first person first person or third person where you had jump packs Hmm. so i don't know it's not my kind of game but it could be your kind of game playing with people online yeah and it says it has over 100 single player levels that's Pretty cool. If they all look as good as the picture, you should. Yeah, that's me. a lot. I'm not sure what exactly a single player level entails, but. So what's missing is PC games. Yeah, we didn't get any PC games this this week from Trios Gamer, so I'm sure we can cover them uh, next week. There's not many okay. games coming out next week again. Okay. Well, 
He's usually much more punctual than we are. Well, to give him credit, we haven't been on a set schedule exactly. No, no. which is why I say he's usually punctual, because he's more on a set schedule than we are. Mm-hmm. Well, as always, we'll wrap up the show talking about our sponsor, GoDaddy. You can get $96 in free extras with your domain name from GoDaddy.com. Each domain includes free hosting with a website builder, a blogcast, complete email, and more. Plus, as a listener of CAGCAST or CAG4Play, if you enter the code GAMER1, that's G-A-M-E-R-1, and get your .com domain name for just $7.49 a year. Some restrictions apply. See the site for details. Get your piece of the internet at GoDaddy.com. We are over a 1,000 digs now, so we appreciate that. Continue to leave us digs. Check us out on in written form on Cheap Ass Gamer. And check out the CAGCast on Mondays and the live wrap-up show on Thursdays. Leave us feedback on iTunes. Email us if you have questions or comments or you want your prizes that you won. Shipwrecks at CheapAssGamer.com or foreplay at CheapAssGamer.com. And speaking of prizes, don't forget to enter the contest. Yes. It's for Ghosts and Goblins? Yeah, Ultimate Ghosts and Goblins for the PSP. Okay. The courtesy of Rob just. So we will see y'all next week, and who knows, maybe I'll be previewing something that's not a rhythm based shooter. Could be. I don't know. Stay tuned. Later.